Welcome to the Fireside Giants podcast by Empire Sports Media. How's it going, Giants fans? Welcome back to Fireside Giants with your boys, Alex and Anthony. Today, we're discussing Darius Slayton. Now, before the 2022 season began, we were all kind of like, maybe Slayton is a fringe roster player at this point. Maybe he will be cut. Maybe they'll just, you know, put him on a reserve situation, reserve role. And he has blossomed this year into a legitimate contributor and probably our top receiver at this in time, you know, Wanda Robinson, in my opinion, you know, was making a push, getting more targets and might have been able to, you know, match his production later on in the season. But obviously the 20 ACL and Darius Slayton is now the wide receiver one, whereas Kenny Galladay making 16 million is not. But, you know, Slayton has really impressed me. And, you know, I'll be the first one to tell you, I thought that, you know, the drops were a significant problem. They still are. He did have a couple drops in the last game, two drops, but he's been more positive than negative. And I think that's really what the Giants need right now. Guys who are going to make a more of a positive impact than a negative impact, which is um, obviously something that we've kind of seen across the board these days. So right now, um, there's a discussion that I think is worthwhile having some credit that needs to go his way. And we should discuss a multi-year extension for Darius Lane, what that might look like, how much we'd be willing to give him. Um, obviously, I want to hear your thoughts as well, guys. So leave your comments in the YouTube section. I'm always happy to hear your perspectives on this matter. And I think you guys will probably agree that Darius Lane is deserving um, of a multi-year deal, Anthony. But, you know, when you're looking at Slayton, the, the production he's produced um, up to this point, I'll give you his numbers and whatnot in a couple of minutes here. But how are you feeling about him so far and the positive impact he's made on this offense? Yeah, I mean, I think Darius Slayton has made a tremendous impact on the New York Giants offense. You mentioned that going into the season, we didn't even expect to see Darius Slayton at all. We, we were afraid of the scenario where Darius Slayton takes the field because that would mean that the Giants suffered a lot of injuries at wide receiver. Unfortunately, that came true. The Giants have suffered a slew of injuries at the receiver position. They are decimated by injuries in the skill position players. So Darius Slayton has risen to the occasion, and he's risen quite nicely. He's proven that that chemistry that he's always had with Daniel Jones is still there, despite the fact that the Giants tried to bury him on the depth chart. I think going into the year, Darius Slayton was what, WR6 on this roster? He was sixth on the depth chart, maybe even seventh. He barely even made the team. He had to take a massive pay cut just to remain a New York Giant. And he remained a New York Giant. And so far, bro, he's been the best receiver on the Giants this season, in my eyes. I think that he's given us the best production, the most run after the catch. He's been open the most. He's caught a lot of passes. Yes, he's got his drops, and that's something that he needs to work out. Something that at this point, I don't know if he ever will, considering that's the reason he was almost cut in the first place. But we have a lot of players who are either injured or underperforming. You know, losing Sterling Shepard, Wandale Robinson, those are tough losses. And then you've got the likes of Kenny Galladay just not coming to play on Sundays and not living up to his contract. But now you have Darius Slayton took that pay cut and far exceeding the expectations of the contract that he's now on. He's completely crushed it. I think that what he brings to the offense is really valuable and very important for the Giants. And again, that chemistry with Daniel Jones, that's what they were missing in this offense. Daniel Jones was not able to rely on a receiver like he relies on Darius Slayton. And just having that reliable guy 
that he that Daniel Jones has that chemistry with has been huge for the Giants offense. So I'm a big fan of Darius Slayton. I really respect the way that he was so calm, cool, and collected during this whole situation. Never made a fuss in the media. Really just took it like a like a professional. And he act, acted like a professional. And he just said he had something to prove. And now he's going ahead and proving it. And I'll say, I think that he does deserve an extension here. And I want to see him remain a member of the New York Giants. Yeah, I would agree. And right now I'm kind of thinking that he is, like I said before, deserving um, of an extension. So to give you an idea of what his numbers look like this year so far, um, he only started playing, by the way, in week four. And he only had two targets for one catch and 11 yards. So, you know, his impact really didn't hit its stride until week five against Green Bay. Had six receptions on seven targets for 79 yards. And everyone was like, oh, wait a second. There's a Darius Slayton we remember from the days when he was dominating in uh, Daniel Jones' rookie season with Pat Shermer. And they were really using him as a downfield threat. And, you know, they've been using Darius Slayton specifically on, in three ways, right? Go routes crossers which we've been begging the Giants to use over the past couple seasons Anthony you and I have always been big proponents of crossing routes and the Giants never use them and now Darius saying they're like wait a second he has great straight line speed let's find ways to extrapolate on that skill and whether it's downfield or across the field you can use that straight line speed to your advantage and he's done a really good job of using that um and, and making you know yards producing uh with that speed so they really found ways to get him involved. And then after week five, you know, he had a couple really, really solid games, you know, week seven against Jacksonville at 58 yards and a, and a score, 66 yards against Seattle, um, you know, 95 yards against Houston and 86 yards this past weekend against Detroit. Um, obviously, like I said before, the drops have been a little bit of an issue for him in the past. Even this season, he has four drops. He had two against Detroit specifically. So uh, one of them was a big play downfield. And, you know, that would have been a, you know, a big chunk of yardage that the Giants obviously missed out on. Now, in the past, he had six drops in 2026 and 2021 and four this year. And who knows how many he'll end with. But at this point, I can, I can, you know, pretty much say that he has taken on a much bigger role and he's running with it. He's, he's producing more than the drops are, are worth, if, if that makes sense. You know, like I'm not worried about the drops because of how much of an impact he's making with the balls he does catch. You know, that 54-yard touchdown the other day. Um, you know, he turns something nothing into absolutely something, which is obviously something that the Giants don't have enough players that can do something like that. So obviously a big, big change for him on that end. But here's one interesting thing that Darius Slayton has added to his repertoire. Rather, the Giants have helped him add. And you might find this interesting, Anthony. So normally, traditionally, Darius Slayton is a boundary receiver. 82.5% of his snaps last year he spent out wide on the boundary for the Giants. This year, though, at, that number has reduced to 70.8%. He's playing a career-high 29% of his snaps in the slot. So that really is an interesting uh, thing that the Giants are doing to maybe expand upon that speed. As we, as I said before, you know, when you run those goal routes on the outside, you're really hoping that that safety is just too far to the middle, too far away, and he can use that straight line speed to beat the guy over top. But what they're doing now is they're putting him in the slot and they're running those crossers and they're pulling the other receivers across the field. And in, in addition, so they clear out that side of the field. If they, if they see that it's man coverage, they're able to pull all of those defenders away. And then Darius saying with his speed is able to access that portion of the field. Now that interception um, that Aiden Hutchinson had was exactly, that was just great film work by uh, Detroit. 
to be honest with you, because they were playing man coverage and they dropped their defensive edge rusher, Aiden Hutchinson, into coverage right in between that crossing route and he managed to pick it off. That was basically just, we're going to bait them into doing that. It had been working routinely for the Giants and of course they kind of fell into the trap there, but um, it has been working. You know, Daniel Jones, obviously not the best decision ever, but it, it's been working every single week. So, you know, why not make that throw? Why not continue to make that throw? Good film work on Detroit's part, took advantage of that, but it's been very effective for Darius Slayton and this offense. And if you add more receiving talent in the future and you have more guys that they have to keep track of right now, Darius Slayton's basically the only receiver they have to keep track of. If you have more talent that, you know, you're watching defenders are watching, it opens up everybody else. Darius Slayton can, um, you know, produce more on those crossers, produce more on those go routes and whatever the Giants try to extrapolate on. So it's interesting to see how they've been managing to succeed just with him and while the defense is literally focusing in on him now. Um, but in the future, you know, maintaining his his presence on this offense, I think, could be a benefit, um, you know, just because I think that he has the qualities that the Giants are looking for. You know, he stayed quiet throughout the offseason, never, never questioned the, the coaching decisions, and they benched him. They basically put him in the doghouse for the first four weeks of the season, and then, bam, he shows up, he starts playing well, and then he's been a starter ever since. So that's the type of guys that the Giants are looking to get, people that aren't going to question their methods and their strategies, but rather fight back and try to earn their reps back. And I think that he builds, he fits right into this culture and he's not going to be a pricey free agent. If I was looking at a potential deal, I'm probably looking at maybe a th- maybe a three-year deal with an out after the second season, uh, maybe at... I don't know, 15 million, uh, maybe three years, 15 million with a low guarantees and maybe some incentives built into it. Um, and, and, you know, some, and out after that second season that probably has a uh, low dead cap. Um, I think that he would probably agree to that because I think 5 million a year is a little bit more than what he'd probably get elsewhere. And I think that keeping the guarantees in the, in the dead cap low would probably be beneficial to the giants. So if he does play, if he does end up becoming a big part of this offense, he makes the full salary, but if he doesn't, the giants can move on and they have a little bit of leverage on both sides. Um, so I think that maybe that's a, a positive way to spin what a multi-year deal would look like Anthony, but you know, seeing what the giants have used, have how they've used him up to this point in the season and how they may be able to use him in the future. You know, what makes you think that he could be a good fit for us moving forward? Well, I think just the fact that he fits into the offense now, I feel like in Jason Garrett's offense, you know, the previous offensive coordinator with the New York Giants, he didn't really use Darius Slate in the right way. So if you take a look at the routes that Darius Slayton used to run, it was a lot of curls and comebacks and straight boundary receptions. You know, he's catching on the sideline if he's catching it at all. And that's just about it. It's either a go route or a curl route. It's very predictable stuff. But now the Giants are at, are using him in a wide variety of ways. They're able to move him into the slot, move him outside, have him run those digs and those crossers. In fact, there's a lot of great stats that I just found on Twitter about this exact topic. Darius Slayton, according to ESPN Analytics, has a 90 grade for being open. He is open 90% of the time. I would assume that's what that means. I don't know, but his previous years were 42, 42, 29, and now 90. Night and day difference to how frequently he is getting open on a play-by-play basis. And if you take a look at the different types of routes that he ran, in 2021, the route that he ran the most was the hitch with 9.6% of his uh, total routes. That's only down to 7.7% now. And the comeback route, he used to run 8.4% of the time, 3% of the time now. But here's where things get really interesting. The deep cross, he used to run that on 1.5% of his routes in 2021. Now that's up to 6.5% of his routes. And the medium cross is up from 2.7 to 4.8. And he's running more corners as, as well. He's running those on 8.9% 
of his routes. So the Giants are using Darius Slayton in a completely different way now under Brian Dable and Mike and Mike Kafka than Jason Garrett was using him last season and the year before. So when you look at the emergence here of Darius Slayton and the way that he's been able to elevate his game, get open more frequently, a lot of that has to do with the fact that the Giants are finally figuring out the ways to maximize his skill set. They're using him the right way. The Giants have a great coaching staff. I share that opinion with you, Alex. I think most people share that opinion with us. This coaching staff has done a tremendous job through the first 10 weeks of the season, just kind of getting this team rebuilding the culture and instilling these new game plans, these new schemes on both offense and defense. But I love what they're building here on offense because you are seeing a lot of open receivers running across the middle of the field. You are seeing wide open players for Daniel Jones to throw to. He never had that in the past. Daniel Jones was always forced to throw into these tight windows, contested catching targets. And that made things really difficult for him. And that made things extremely difficult for a wide receiver group that didn't have much contested catching talent. So when you look at the Giants offense now, you see these deep crossers, you see these corner routes, and you see these route combos that spring guys open, and it makes things really easy for Daniel Jones. He can find the open guy, deliver it an accurate, deliver an accurate pass, and there you go. First down, move the sticks. And that's what we're seeing with Darius Slayton right now. He's maybe not getting a huge target share, and you know, it's not like he's catching the ball 10 times per game, but he's getting open a lot more than he used to, and it's because of the way that the Giants are using him. So when you're looking at how they might want to use him long term if they want to extend him. They're going to continue to build on this. They're not going to have him go back to being that boundary receiver that just runs hitches and curls because that's ridiculous and it's a waste of his skill set. He has a lot of speed. Having him run 10 yards, turn around and stop does not utilize his speed. You want him on those crossers and man coverage so he can toast a, a cornerback and just get wide open on a play like that or have him run into open zones, catch the ball and run downfield. Even that uh, dig route that he caught and uh, took it 54 yards to the house for a touchdown. Uh, Daniel Jones stood in the pocket, made a great throw, but that again was just a man coverage or it was his own coverage where he just ran into an open zone. You give him the ball. He can make those plays in space. He can make people miss and run with the ball after the catch like he did against a Texan. So I really like Darius Slayton's skill set. I think that the Giants' new offensive coaching staff is starting to realize what they have in Darius Slayton because he's not just a curl or a go guy like Jason Garrett made him be. I think when the Giants' offensive coaching staff got here, they probably looked at Slayton looked at the film that they had on him and figured, well, the Giants used to only use him in this way. He must only be able to do these things. And now that they are forced to utilize his skills, they're realizing, okay, so it's not a Darius Slayton issue. It was a Jason Garrett issue. He can actually run a wide variety of routes. He can do a lot of things. Let's have him do those things and maximize his talents. And that's what you're seeing right now. I think you are seeing the maximization of Darius Slayton's talents. And that's not even to say, I'm saying all of this about how he's no longer just strictly running go routes. That doesn't mean he can't go downfield and make some contested catches. Jacksonville, he caught a bobbling touchdown down basically on a go route he went deep and Daniel Jones connected with him because they have great chemistry which is another point that I'm just going to keep coming back to every time we discuss Darius Slayton Daniel Jones has always had a favorite target since he was drafted by the Giants in 2019 and that's his rookie draft classmate in Darius Slayton those two love to connect don't forget Darius Slayton at one point we thought he would be a WR1 on this team at the very least a solid WR2 he caught eight touchdown passes uh, touchdown receptions as a rookie like the dude is talented he's not a bad player by any means are the drops an issue yes is he 
a little bit limited in his skill set? Okay, sure. He's not a WR1, but he is a damn good receiver when he needs to be. And he is a receiver that Daniel Jones relies on, has great chemistry with, and the Giants offensive coaching staff is finally figuring out exactly how to maximize his skill set and his talents. And you are seeing a career year out of Darius Slayton. And I absolutely do agree with you, Alex. He does deserve a multi-year deal. And they just need to continue to build on this. Keep using him on those crossers, deep and shallow, those dig routes, everything like that. The stuff that he does best, just keep building on it. And Darius Slayton will continue to prove that he deserves to be a part of this offense. Agreed. Agreed. And I, I wonder when they're going to try to find a way to extend him or what that number will look like. But I'd love to hear projected uh, salaries below, guys. You know, love to hear your perspectives, as always, in YouTube comments. So drop those below. Um, and then make sure to have a fantastic rest of your day. It's a, it's nice and, I guess, relatively warm outside in New York City. Um, definitely got Thanksgiving coming up. So enjoy the time with friends and family. I know everyone's probably traveling tomorrow to go go to the, back home or uh, welcoming family in. So, you know, hopefully everyone stays safe and, uh, you know, sending, sending good energy and good vibes toward you guys and your family. So as always, make sure to like and subscribe. And we'll catch you guys on the next Fireside Giants episode. Thank you.